The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Mack Hike and Flowwood. If you're in the market right now for a pre-owned or new SUV or truck, Mack Hike and Flowwood. That web address. I just said web address. MackHikeFlowwood.com. Oh, my goodness gracious. MackHikeFlowwood.com for your next Ram truck. Pre-owned or new SUV or truck, and then take it down to Rick's Pro Truck in Flowood. We're live in the Bank Plus studio, and our guests join us on the Patron Añejo Tequila Guest Line, 100% Blue Agave, Agave, Super Premium Tequila. And you're listening Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And we welcome in Cody Nagel with uh, Oklahoma State, Go Pokes, 247 Sports. And Cody, what a wild week last week. Ole Miss lands Spencer Sanders. They're all fired up. Uh, they, they now have three, you know, qualified, quality quarterbacks, two that have played a lot of ball. Um, Spencer Sanders played for four years at Oklahoma State and was very successful. How would you describe his tenure at OK State? Yeah, I think, you know, he's he's obviously one of the, you know, best quarterbacks they've had in program history. Um, just when you look at the, the record books and kind of where he ranks on, you know, all those all those stats, um, you know, I think he's the, the second winningest quarterback in program history. Um, I think if he actually would have finished out the season um, healthy, um, you know, maybe they would have won a couple more games and he probably would have um, at least matched uh, Mason Rudolph's mark and, and maybe even passed it. So, yeah, definitely, you know, one of the most successful quarterbacks in program history. And, um, you know, just the, the one thing that always stands out to me that, you know, everyone always asks about, um, you know, is his competitiveness. Um, I don't think there was, you know, you can make the argument there wasn't anybody on the team that was as competitive as Spencer Sanders. Um, you know, he, he took every game that every game seriously, you know, even some of the non-conference games, you know, he would, he would come out there, you know, wanting to, to put up big numbers and everything like that. So, yeah, just his competitiveness stands out. And, you know, Ole Miss is definitely getting, you know, a good experienced quarterback for sure. All right, so uh, very productive. What happened at the end? Shoulder surgery? I mean, not surgery, shoulder injury that he was fighting through, Cody? Yeah, I, I believe that's what it was. It, it started, um, I believe, back in probably week five or so, um, early October, I think. It was Texas Tech that I believe he got hurt. Um, and, and there was actually some questions as if he was going to play the next week at TCU. Um, ended up going out starting, um, and then TCU came back from, you know, 27 down or something like that. Um, but then as the season wore on, you could tell, you know, his, his shoulder just wasn't right. Um, you know, he, he was, you know, as the, as games would go on, you could tell his, his strength would wear down and some of those deeper mid, mid-level throws would, would kind of land short. Um, so yeah, I think that that's what it was ultimately that kind of led to him. Um, you know, kind of not really playing much those those last four games. Okay. Uh, so Oklahoma State, I mean, are the fans devastated that he left? Um, it, it depends on who you ask. You know, he's, he spent five years here. You know, he had that redshirt year in, um, I believe it was 2018 or so. Um, so, you know, he, he spent five years here. He'd done his time here. I think it was more kind of how he left that maybe upset some people. Um, you know, there was some, some talks that, you know, he was, he was actually planning to return and then, you know, the, the portal opened up and, um, he, he entered his name right away that, that first day. 
Um, and then there was some controversy with him that he actually tried to come back. Um, you know, he hadn't, hadn't landed anywhere yet, but tried to come back about halfway through bowl prep. Um, wanted to play in the bowl game, and um, it sounds like you know the, the coaches basically you know said no at this point we're we're moving on, um, and, and kind of split ways at that point. So there's some some kind of mixed feelings with with that, but you know I think overall I think most fans are are you know once everything kind of settles down, you know you ask fans in a couple years, I think everyone will be pretty appreciative of of what he did for the program. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Oklahoma State insider Cody Nagel on the Out of Bounds show in the Patron Añejo Tequila guest line. So uh, what, did, what does he do better? Uh, did he throw it or run it better? Um, I think... I think he throws it better when he's got protection. That was one thing that, that Oklahoma State always kind of struggled with these past few years was consistent offensive line protection. Um, you know, obviously he can he can get out of the pocket and make plays with his legs. Um, but I think when he's got a consistent, you know, pass protection up in, in front of him, um, I think he actually is a, a pretty good passer. Um, a lot of his mistakes, though, and, and interceptions came with, you know, pressure in his face. Um, and, and then he would kind of force some mistakes and stuff like that. But, you know, I think back to the, the Big 12 title game last year when he had, I believe it was four interceptions in the game. You know, most of those were, you know, he had a Baylor defender basically right in his face and was kind of just trying to get rid of the ball. Um, you know, he probably should have taken a sack and, and not had the turnover. But, you know, I think when he's got protection in front of him, I think he actually is a, is a pretty decent passer. Okay. He ran a lot, though, right? Over 100 carries a year when he was playing? Yeah, and, and that was part of the, the offense, too, is, you know, there was a lot of design runs for him, too, which, you know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, him being a dual-threat quarterback, that, that'll fit well with, with Ole Miss and, you know, what Lane Kiffin can do with him. But, yeah, I think, you know, it, he's a pretty balanced quarterback as far as dual-threat, but, you know, I think people kind of underappreciate his, his passing numbers just because of, you know, when you look at the interceptions and stuff like that. But, you know, I think if, if he can get, you know, consistent pass protection in front of him, I think those those numbers will be you know more consistently in the in the high two hundreds you know maybe three hundred yards per game average. Dang, um, so he's not guaranteed to beat out Jackson Dart, who had a heck of a year for Ole Miss. Are you surprised he chose Ole Miss, and are, are you surprised that he didn't have more teams coveting him? Yeah, to, to be honest, when I saw that you know obviously I knew Jackson Dart was there, and then I saw that they had gotten. Um, 
Walker Howard, I, I assumed he was going to Auburn because I knew they were in the mix as well. Um, so then when, when that announcement came, whatever day it was last week, that he was going to Ole Miss, I, I was kind of surprised. I thought, okay, is there is there something else here that, that we're not reading into? Is, is Jackson Dart, you know, not coming back? Was or I mean, I didn't know what, what the story was there. But, I mean, yeah, to have, to have three quarterbacks in the room there, um, you know, he, he's not afraid of competition. Uh, he, he's going to go out there and, and compete for that starting job. And um, I think, you know, he asked me if, if I'm surprised there wasn't, you know, more teams coming after him. Um, I think a, a little bit. I think that, I think he was surprised um, just for, you know, I think he thought the market would be be, be better for him. Um, and like you said, there, there really wasn't a whole lot of teams that, you know, at least that we know about that really expressed interest in him. Um, you know, I believe it was Ole Miss, Auburn, and uh, maybe one or two others. So, yeah, there, there wasn't a whole lot of, you know, of, of value for him really on, on the transfer market. That's strange. Cody Nagel, Oklahoma State insider, talking Spencer Sanders, who left Oklahoma State and joins the Ole Miss football team. Um, talk about his personality. What's he like? Yeah, he, he's kind of different. You know, he's he's reserved – um, kind of quiet, you know, anytime we'd have him for, you know, media availability and stuff, he, you could tell he, he didn't really want to be there and didn't really want to talk. Um, you know, he really couldn't wait to get out of the room and, and go, you know, go hang out with his teammates or, you know, go back to his apartment or, or whatever. But, um, you know, just from being around him, he's, he's kind of quiet and reserved. Um, but obviously once he gets, once he gets on the field, that's, it's, you know, a different personality and he's, you know, pretty, pretty vocal. Um, that was something that definitely changed, you know, the more experienced he, he became and, you know, the more years he spent in the program, um, you know, he became more of a, a vocal leader. I remember his, his first couple of years starting, you know, he he really wasn't that, you know, kind of vocal leader. There was some other, you know, experienced guys in the offense that kind of took that role. So, you know, as he became older, that was kind of, you know, his his role on the team. Um, you know, one thing that, that stands out that I, that I know about him, he's uh, an avid fisherman. Um, I, I think when he's not probably practicing or watching film he's fishing somewhere what wherever that is um, i don't know where his his secret spots were here around around stillwater but i'm sure he'll find uh find plenty of spots in, in mississippi um uh, would you say he's he's fast would you say he's just super athletic is he explosive when he's running the football how, how would you describe that um he, he's got good speed but i think just his his kind of shiftiness and he can it's it's hard to describe honestly but the way he can make somebody miss um it's kind of like he puts somebody on on roller skates to be honest um you know a lot of his scrambles um you know he'd get downfield and he'd be you know even making making some safeties and, and quarterbacks miss that probably are are even just as just as athletic as he is so um, yeah, he's he's got some speed. You know, he I wouldn't say necessarily breakaway speed that he's gonna you know beat out every defensive back that's that's out there. But you know, he can he can get to the those third levels and everything. Um, but yeah, just his shiftiness and um, just just the natural playmaking ability. To be honest, that sometimes you you really can't even describe. Cody Nagel, uh, Oklahoma State insider, go Pokes two four seven Sports. He joins us on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN one hundred five nine The Zone, uh, talking Spencer Sanders to Ole Miss. Uh, so if he doesn't win the battle in the spring, what do you think he would do? I guess he's got an option to to bounce and land somewhere else because of a, a grad transfer. Is that right? What, 
What do you know about that? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how that works. To be honest, um, I, I guess my understanding was, you know, he's got, he's got one year of eligibility remaining. It's that that extra COVID year, um, so he basically just has has one shot, and and maybe that's why it took so long for him to land somewhere. Is he, you know, really wanted to know, you know, or find some place that he felt he could win that starting job, and obviously that's that's not guaranteed at Ole Miss, and you know, maybe that ended up being his really his only option. So. Yeah, I think that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. You know, if something happens where he, you know, gets to Ole Miss and and it doesn't work out and he he doesn't win that starting job, I think he's I think he's kind of stuck there to be honest. Um, okay. So yeah, that that'll be interesting to to see.